Hello, this is Stephen Dominguez, BS, in the BS Podcast Network. Please enjoy this fine, fine podcast. This is Officer Mo Weekend coming to you straight from Port Fouchon, Louisiana, on the beautiful Gulf of Mexico. You're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast with your hosts, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and the ever so lovely Lee Lastovica. Take it away, guys. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our, Our Way, Way podcast. Sante San, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Away podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Bus talking about dizzy stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicAway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And on this show, we follow the dizzy concept of edutainment where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And always to so join us in the discussion, we have our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Havre. How you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good, man. It was so cold, man. I was staying in bed today. I how cold have, was it? So cold, I had to ask Baby Yoda to raise a hand up so I could get up. That's how cold it and was. And what'd he do? He just did what? <laughs> he just waved. He did the Mr. Miyagi thing on you. Yeah. Clapped his hands together, <laughs> laid them on you, just, and, and then you were healed. No, he did, he just smiled and waved. That was it. And, did, that, and yeah. did nothing. No, nah, just fell over. That's how hard it was for me to get up. So he just fell over from trying. He force choked you. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold. That's the point. All right, it's cold. So cold. And also on the show, we have our resident travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations, the Shaggy TA himself, Lee Lastavica. How you doing, Lee? Oh, good, man. How's you guys doing over there? Cold, man. I told you we're cold. <laughs> Very cold. Yeah, it's a little cold. It's a little cold. Although I, it was warm enough, I took my Christmas lights down finally. I think the neighbors appreciate that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was warm enough to do that. So, yeah. So oh, good. good. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you took yeah. down the Christmas lights. Me too. And uh, the neighbors are glad. I, and I feel better. The homeowners association's glad. Oh, you live in one of those. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they have the community pool that he goes to every weekend. Uh, yeah. yeah. Although I guess not this weekend. No, not this weekend. Little too cold. Little too cold. Shrinkage. It's terrible. <laughs> well, if you go to the pool, make sure to wear the long pants. A long pants? No, short pants in the pool. Short pants in the pool? Short pants in the pool. <laughs> but when you're out of the pool, long pants. Long pants. Long pants. You long pants in the like, pool. And even in the cold, you go to the pool in the long pants. Long pants. Yeah. Okay. The long, long pants. pants. Change, change into the short pants. Short right. pants. Well, speaking of shorts, guys, we got a great show full of shorts. We got the little uh, guest services short we're going to present to you. We got a couple of news story shorts. So, guys, enough of my jibber jabber. Let's go discuss the short shorts. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin. And here we are on guest services. And this is a segment in which we get to service you, the listener. And for today's guest services segment, we received a text message. Yes, we can receive texts. And uh, we don't have the number saved, so we don't know the name, but uh, it's area code 678. So I'll give you that. And then when we start <laughs> reading the text, I didn't want to do it. I don't want to give away the dude's number. Yeah, I got, I got you. But anyway, so when you start reading the email if that, or the text message, if that's you, you know, go ahead and you, you, you can identify yourself or you can remain Mr. 678. All right. So he says, he says, I rode Rise of the Resistance a few weeks ago, and it was amazing. The whole time, my jaw was on the ground. I didn't know anything before I got on. 
I didn't know what the ride system was going to look like. I didn't know how big everything was going to be and how many moving parts it had. I was so taken aback by everything that I kind of missed a lot of the storyline. Teary eye face. Oh, so I'm really glad that you guys went over that. Hey, oh, right. good. Good. You're welcome. And he says the whole experience was so overwhelming that there aren't even words to describe it. I wanted to find the head Imagineer and hug them. <laughs> I know the feeling. Yep. After I got off, I literally didn't know what to do with myself. To be honest, I was kind of sad. I was back in Disney World. Yeah, I could see that. LOL, he says. Sorry, I forgot to put the LOL. Yeah, I mean, but like still in a, in a way you could see that. It's kind of like, oh, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> and I can only do this once. I ain't getting up this early every day. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, yeah. right? Um, he says, I agree that Kylo Ren should not have had his mask. And also that this is only the beginning. I'm excited to see everything that they have planned for the future. P.S. The bathrooms that are in the land upstairs to the left of the garden grill are a good place for when you got to go and you want some privacy. Hmm. Uh, I know those bathrooms. Yeah, they're on the second floor, right by the uh, the check-in station, I believe. Oh, okay. This is like a little waiting area, yeah. Okay. I didn't really, you know, I never thought of that as being a good set of bathrooms, only because it, see, it always seems busy with people waiting for the garden grill. So that everybody knows the secret. Yeah, but unless everybody's just waiting outside and nobody's really in there, and that could be very deceptive. Well, it's like everyone talks about how the bathrooms by the Imagination Pavilion are never full. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. Whenever I go over there, there seems to be a healthy amount of people in there. Yeah, there is a healthy amount of people. So yeah. the secret's out, I guess. That's the thing. Yeah, I guess so, because a lot of people talk about it, especially the Imagineering bathrooms. Well, I mean, you weren't here for a Halloween episode, but did you did you know that's where like that dude killed himself? In the bathrooms? Well, right outside the bathrooms. Oh, outside the bathroom. So there yeah. could, nobody dies in a dizzy bathroom. No. It's <laughs> a rule. <laughs> I guess. I've had it, but not here. I'm not going to do it just it feels like, It just feels like you're dying. Yeah, you've passed out you a couple times, but yeah, no. Something, quote unquote, dies in a dizzy bathroom, but doesn't really die. Okay. That's it. No, you remember that hostage situation we discussed on the Halloween show that one time, where the guy took two guards hostage and ended up blowing his head off? That was right there. Ah, damn. Scary. Yeah. Halloween. Boo. Oh. But anyway, yeah, it's interesting about his text about uh, being back at Disney World. Uh, that kind of is a testament to how well that whole uh, attraction is themed. So, so yeah. So, you saying that the ride is so good, you, your day is just ruined after you've written it. Yeah. Like, well, he was saying, yeah, he was joking that he was sad to be back at Disney World. He thought he'd be on a star oh, destroyer yeah. <laughs> or, or a first order star destroyer okay for the rest of the time on this trip yeah he's right though i mean there's a little bit of a letdown like because it's like oh my god i just saw the best thing i'm ever gonna say oh wow everything else is yeah i'm gonna go ride pirates for the 18th time whatever you know it's it's not really the same thing it's all downhill it's, it's all been said it's nowhere to go but yeah that's interesting so that should be the last thing you take on your trip like if you if you go on a trip for five days then Rise of the Sith would be the last thing you should do. That way you, you end it on like a real awesome note. Well, no, no, don't get me wrong. You're not de- debilitated or nothing. I mean, you can move on and have a good time <laughs> at Disney. I mean, shoot, I, I certainly did. I'm just saying, it's like I could see where he's coming from. It's like, oh, wow, I, I peaked. That was the peak, right? That there. was the peak. Man. Yeah, I can believe that. And speaking speaking of peaking, you know, this week, I, I think, well, no, this week or last week, mm-hmm. Disneyland opened up their Rise of the Resistance. Okay. So a lot of people peeking out there. Oh, peek everywhere. Peeking everywhere. Topping. Peeking on the East Coast, peeking on the West Coast. Everybody peeking. Now, have you been paying attention? To, are they doing the virtual boarding group thing as well? Or Well, you know, I was reading this article from Disney Food Blog, and for opening day, at least, they were. They're, they are, Yeah, they did do uh, boarding groups. Uh, because this, uh, the article that I read with them saying that the boarding groups were gone by in 20 minutes. So basically, they opened the gates at 6 a.m. 
they were allowed to log into their whatever, the little systems on their phone at 8 a.m. And in 20 minutes, all the boarding groups were gone. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of people. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd say they're doing boarding groups. And it's a good shot. They're still doing boarding groups at the moment if they're getting that kind of response. Because, I mean, how else would you navigate that? That's just insane. Know. Great question. You know, because at least the people that didn't make it, they at least they can plan the rest of the day. Let's go, okay, we're no, we're not going to write it today. So let's go do something else instead of waiting around for something. Yeah, but that yeah. almost sounds like it's a lottery pick. You yeah, like, I mean? it kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much, that sounds about right. I mean, like if you're correct me if I'm wrong, but like, yeah, if your vacation hinders on seeing this ride, you, <laughs> it's like you got a 50 50 shot every day. Yeah, well, but I mean, well, as long as you're one of the first groups in line i mean the, the earlier you get there you you're pretty much guaranteed to get a, a boarding group you show up later on like you can't you can't show up and buy a lottery ticket five minutes before <laughs> the draw and, and expect that you're gonna have a shot at, at getting in Jeez. so that that would be where it differs to me the challenge is that i think most people don't do a disneyland vacation for five or six days at least when you do this in florida if you don't get it you could always come back the next day. Okay, like, hey, you know, we'll, we'll call an audible and we'll, you know, we're coming back to studios in the morning. But on a California vacation, most people are doing three days in the parks, maybe. Like a weekend trip so, kind of deal? Yeah, yeah, but there's only two parks to see and they're really right across right. the street from one another. So I don't think, like, yeah, you'd still have three opportunities to yeah, go do it. That's true. I mean, that's true. There's two less parks. But yeah. all I'm saying is you, you got three days as opposed to five days. It, I think it's going to continue until the crowds tell them otherwise. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's still hard to get fast passes for flights of passage. So no telling how long this is going to go on. Well, they just opened. So it's it's all freshly and new. So uh, we'll see how that plays out over at Disneyland. And now that both rises of resistances are opening and rising. <laughs> the rises. The rises. They're both, both resistances are rising in both coasts. East Coast, West Coast? It's all rising. It's all rising. Coast like, up? Just like bread. Just like bread. But anyway, yeah, to go back to his text message, man. You're welcome for that description of uh, Galaxy's Dead. Daddy did a great job with that. And uh, it, was, it was a really awesome show to check out. Guys, if you haven't checked it out, go make sure you go check out uh, uh, Danny's review and discussion of uh, Rise of the Resistance. We had a couple of weekends on as well. Yeah, Raz and Steve. Raz and Steve and Downs. Yeah, yeah so it was a great discussion. So if, if you rode the ride just like our Mr. 678 listener and had no idea what else was going on because you were just so taken in by the moment and you only got to ride it once, go back and listen to that show. I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll clear things up for you. And that sound only means one thing, and we're about to discuss some news in the Disney World. And specific to this first one comes straight from Walt Disney World. And I'm going to turn it over to Lee, who's going to talk to us about bus service versus Skyliner service at certain resorts down there. Lee, tell take it away. All right. So uh, I think this was inevitable, but the bus service to Epcot has now been lessened to the resorts that have the Skyliner. And, um, you know, I mean, I think that was, to my knowledge or my opinion, I guess, is that that was kind of the idea, right? To be able to have other options for transportation, to be able to not depend on the bus service to get to Epcot. And uh, since that is what's happening and people are embracing this uh, Skyliner, that uh, now they don't need the buses as much. But, uh, you know, obviously that's not uh, good news for everyone. Some people don't like that. Some people are upset about that. And we can talk about whether they should be upset or not. But what I was thinking is, what do you guys think about the Skyliner now that it's fully implemented? Is this something we'd lo- that you think we should, that Disney should expand on? Should the Skyliner go to more areas? Or is this, uh, you know, 
all we need from it right now. Can you hold them hammering, please? <laughs> <laughs> well, what day is it today? It's uh, January 19th, and people are still shooting fireworks. Is that what that is? <laughs> that's, that's fireworks, yeah. That is fireworks? Wow. <laughs> that's fireworks. Oh, I thought you were a, building something in the backyard. That was a Scrooged uh, joke there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Oh, I didn't, I've never seen that one. Uh, uh, that's all right. Hey, hey, Lee, is it only Epcot or is it, is it other resorts? Uh, other right res- now, that's what we're hearing, the bus service to Epcot. They're like, yeah, right, Lee, you know those are gunshots. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Did, did Mrs. Lostavica chime in? Yeah, she says, yeah. She said, y'all are saying, yeah, right, those are gunshots. <laughs> <That'd> be, yeah. <laughs> I thought they were happy with you now that you took down your lights. What's going on with the homeowners association? Put the blinds back up. Pop, well, his, pop, his pop. homeowners association's killing off the people that didn't take down. Oh, the oh, oh. <laughs> execution. This is the final day to get your Christmas lights down before you get those, executed. Those tax rates are too high. We, 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 we set an example of you. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Have a thing. A rough state. <laughs> No, Lee, the reason why I asked, I'm reading this article from Kenny the Pirate, and it says, like, Epcot and his Hollywood Studios. Okay. Now, I hadn't read right? uh, anything about Hollywood Studios, but again, it doesn't surprise me. Right. That, to me, it was the whole idea behind this is to, to give people more transportation options and to loosen up the... Uh you know, the burden of the, the buses. So it, it doesn't surprise me. So I wonder if they're going to dedicate more bus service to the other places that need more bus service. <laughs> more buses over yeah. here we're not using it over here so we can bring it over here yeah. there's a bus drought bring over more buses yeah. you know what's good is that we don't we could lay off people because now we have this but no let's be nice let's keep everybody working and spread the love yeah can we lay them off can we do that yeah i know you're a bus driver but today you're guest on yeah. you show up at magic kingdom at eight o'clock no joke, like you got one thing you know how to do, and that's drive a bus. And you're like, I reached the pinnacle of my bus driving duties working for Disney, and then to hear that could be possibly taken away. That's got to be tough. That's what I'm waiting for like next month when you hear about all the bus Cats. drivers that got fired. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Th- there goes your retirement plan, Kevin. Yeah, I know, right? Because I was, I was thinking once they're going to cancel this, I figured, well, maybe the, like, the other places that need actual more bus service. Yeah. No, you know? they ain't doing they that. They do that. Yeah, you, but you, well, you also, you're probably right. No. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> you, the boys going to be gassed on filling up the trucks <laughs> and the buses with gas. No, what feels you <laughs> Oh, you meant you thought gas on the action? No, fill up the gas, <laughs> son. I said, I said gas, son. Yeah, I'm not. I'm look. I the skylines. Let me make sure I got this straight. And that thing that we talked about a couple of months ago that stopped and then had people in peril when, yes. it, when it first opened. Yeah, yeah, people stuck. So, so the plan is is to take the transportation that's on the ground, eliminate that. For the transportation that just got stuck in the sky. Well, they're not eliminating it. They're just cutting back. So, like, instead of having oh. a bus run every, what is it, 15 to 20 minutes, okay. now mm-hmm. it's like one an hour or something. Like, one an it? hour? Wow. I'm guessing. I got, I, I, it was either one an hour or two an hour. Dang. Yeah, I'm reading once per hour. Once per hour? Uh, yeah. Once Effective an hour? Effective January 5th, yeah. yeah. I think that's a little extreme. I think, you know, twice an hour would be would be good. I, I think that's a little extreme because top of the hour, bottom of the hour. There are some that's people fair. who are, uh, you know, afraid of heights, who are claustrophobic. Then you better walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, huh? I've, gonna- I've got a touch of, of both, but having ridden in the, the Skyliner, it's not that high up. 
I mean, seriously, if you're driving across the interstate, most bridges are going to be higher up than what those Skyliners are. Well, I'm looking at a picture here, and it's going over the water. It looks like I could throw out like a shrimp net and trawl. You look like you're three or four feet above the water, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm looking at Yeah, I just showed Eli. Yeah, and it's, it's pretty low. I could definitely get some coins in there. There you go. <laughs> I gonna hit some fish with it. Yeah, I might. The spear fishing and the coin fishing. I mean, I, I was still with like some options. I mean, I, I get it. Thank you that because my imagination was like that tower was way higher in my imagination than what was seen in the photos. So oh, there, there's higher. That. Yeah, it, it gets higher than that. Yeah, okay. But well, now back to terrified. No, okay. it's, it never gets that high. It never gets that high. The only time it gets uncomfortable is when you stop and then you realize you're dangling by an arm in the sky. That, that <laughs> <laughs> That's reassuring. That, that does get a little... Because it does stop. It will stop. Just for fun? Just well, to, to, to let, you know, special loading, that kind of thing. When they, they're putting in like one of those cars that need to accommodate somebody with a rather large scooter or, or whatever. Sort of display. Yeah. That, that's fair. That's fair. I, you, you like the dangle. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's a joke I got for that, but I'm like, yeah, but like the angle of the dangle. I like the yeah. I was gonna say uh, it's not. I'd rather not be dangling. I'd rather you know I have something dangle off. That's one thing, but to be you like that, oh, those like offshore you, fishing rods. You be in the dangle. That's different. Like you catching marlin with that thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess deep sea fishing all the time on the boards. You're good being the danglor, but not the dangly. Thank you. <laughs> I could, yeah, I don't want to be the angly or the dangly. You know, um, dingle dangle. Yeah, I'm so I'm not. I'm still not a fan of that yet. I, I'm. I'm one of those people. I would need to see. I don't need to get on something right when it starts mm-hmm. or when it begins. Because like, oh, it's the newest thing. A ride is different than mode of transportation like that. Like yeah. I've always voiced my fear about that. Like, look, cable snap, you're done. Uh, you know, thing wants to stop. You just hang in there. It's nothing you can do. The bus, if the bus breaks down, you know, like the tire goes out, well, you be all right, everybody off. You might can still walk, or they might can radio another bus to come up and pick you up and take you to your destination. Can't really do that. But a cherry picker. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, are you scared when you're dangling in Peter Pan's flight above Never Neverland? Because that's about. Height wise, maybe a little higher at times, but yeah. But Danny, I got pixie dust on that ride, man. I'm, oh, you I'm do. good. Wow, I stay up there <laughs> <laughs> all day, just got, off for the bag. I got that pis- pixie dust. I love the pixie dust. I got the pixie dust. I ain't I falling. Like Kelly, Kelly like stopped in Never Neverland, met up with his dealer. <laughs> <laughs> got that pixie dust? Yeah, yeah I ain't falling, Danny. Give me that good. <laughs> I'm staying that good, good. Yeah, <laughs> you'll never fall again. I got the money. <laughs> I scooped it up from all the lagoons. All right. <laughs> but if you're not nervous about dangling off of that, why should you be nervous about dangling in the, si- the Skyliner? I mean, it, it, if you don't have an irrational fear of um, of heights, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I've got a touch of the fear of heights. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like heights at all. But like, uh, th- that's going a long way for me to say that when I wrote it, I had absolutely no problem with it. I have a touch of claustrophobia. I had no problem with I it. I never do that. Yeah, no, no, oh God, yeah. When they do those MRI things and you're just like, it's almost like being inside of a coffin. I okay. mean, you don't realize it until it happens and you're like, oh shoot, man, yeah, that, this, yeah. it's kind of freakish. So I, I have a touch of both, but you have to have, I use the word irrational. It's not really, I mean, you have to have extreme is, is probably the better word. You have to have an extreme fear of heights where it's like, yeah, no, uh-uh. I, I just, any kind of heights like that, I, I can't stomach. To where that's not going to work for you. And, and for those people, yeah, you, your heart goes out to them a little bit. But I think for the vast majority, this is going to be fine. In fact, it's better. The, the, it never stops. You don't. It, it's not going to take you 
shorter to go by bus. It's always going to be shorter going by the Skyliner. Mm-hmm. It just it cuts through everything. It right? cuts through everything. Okay. There's no stopping. It's not like you walk up to the you know the Skyliner and you got to wait you know 15 minutes for a Skyliner to come along. They're just constantly coming. It's just you might have a, an itty bitty. The, conv- the line never got all that that big. A conveyor belt in the sky. So, That's exactly it. To be fair to Disney, it's like even though the uh, you know they had the Skyway and stuff in, in Magic Kingdom, they I've never heard a story of like the cable breaking and stuff. Oh no, that's yeah. great. No, so that, I, I, I'll I'm just give them they, they have a history of being of keeping these things up. This technology has been around for a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a good while. Yeah, yeah, yeah but tabs are strange. Okay, so so this thing just keeps oh, so those keep going right. Yeah, like a conveyor belt. All right, so they're like it's not a thing where one car will stop. And it'll say like if nobody's there, it just it's just gonna keep going. Like so, you have like what a five second or ten second window. Well, for yeah, you, gotta, you have to run real fast. Dukes <laughs> of Hazard. Yes. <laughs> All right. I thought I was gonna do like cliffhanger or something. Jump on the thing and hang on tight. I'm yeah. just yeah. No. It's, it slows down yeah. like tremendously uh, during the load process. Now, like when you're coming, when you're coming into the station. It's that sucker's going fast and you, you swear you're going to bang into that car in front of you and it slows it down. And then so it, it comes out. It, you know what it's like? It's like getting on Spaceship Earth or getting on a dune buggy. You're walking on a conveyor belt that's moving people mover. You're walking on a conveyor belt that's moving and you walk right into your car and, and it's easy. And every once in a while, it'll stop. Why? Because somebody who needs special assistance needed to get on. And that's about that. I mean, it, it's really it's it's a very convenient system that they've got worked out. It's not that high up off the ground where people with a reasonable degree of, of uh, reasonable fear of, of, of heights is going to are going to have a problem with it. Yeah. So basically uh, the, the, when the car goes to the station, it detaches from the cable and it go, enters this little conveyor belt like system. So it's like just like Danny said, like a space mountain, uh, space uh, spaceship or kind of a thing where you just board it. So it kind of slowly trucks along until it gets to the end and then it clamps onto the cable again and takes off. Yeah. And when it takes off, you go, you're gone. But the yeah. cable is constantly moving. It's, it's going at the, the same rate of speed. It's great. You get great views. It's It really is. It's not that bad at all. It's, it's pretty relaxing. It does get a little steamy up there. I found when we stop, and, and that's going to be the telltale sign is when you go do this in summer 2020. Summer months, yes. Hello, Dake, huh? <laughs> Hello, Dake, my old friend. <laughs> that's really going to be because, I mean, yeah, when I went, fine for the most part. I mean, I didn't have any issues whatsoever. I'm like, yeah, this is preferable. If I had a choice between the bus and this, I'm I'm going Skyliner every time. Did you yes, notice fair. any of the passive airflow system thing? Did you notice? Yes, any kind of, you yes, did. Oh, yes, okay. I did. Interesting. Yeah, it's noticeable. It definitely is. Well, it, there's a ventilation going on there that you're aware of. If you if you're attuned to it, like if you, if you know to be paying attention, yeah. you're like I'm riding this for the first time. How's this? What's happening? That yeah, because even to be fair, the monorails can get kind of dank too because those oh, doors God, are constantly yeah. opening and closing. Even though they have air conditioning, it's not enough to keep up with the doors completely opening wide. So right, no, that's fair. If it's about that same level of dankness in the summer, I'll, I'll be okay with it. But a smaller area dank. Mm-hmm. No, a concentrated dank. Yeah, is what you're concerned. Constant dank. You. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. but it's just you and your family's dank. Well, I mean, maybe. Well, you the got dank, dank dangle. <laughs> you got the day love the day uh, everything going there so yeah I guess it would depend again how that air is circulating through I mean I'm cool with it I'm, I'm curious to know in the in the peak season months you know it's really busy if they're gonna stick with the one bus per hour thing or if they're gonna up change it I'm sure they're I gonna would, change it right yeah I they have to so. I mean it's all gonna be guest demand and I, I can't imagine that they're doing this and people are having extremely long waits now you know, it's it's going to be a situation where the more buses they need, the more they'll put out, like they always do. I mean, right now, they just don't need as many. 
that's as simple as it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't take it as an end all be all, ladies and gentlemen, because right. it's, it's not. I'm sure they're gonna. It's a fluid thing. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna fine tune it as it goes. They're gonna see how many people are still using the bus system, and yeah, okay, if we need to up it, that that was that's what at least hope. I, I would wonder if they're even uh, maybe saving some pollution, and uh, you know, the buses, uh, you know, they're diesel, so you know, I don't know what kind of uh, pollutants are emitted from these uh, from the Skyliner system, but. You know, I'm sure there's something that goes into operating them, but I gotta imagine they're more eco-friendly than a bus. Well, and, and now you say that getting some buses off the road opens it up, so where maybe the travel time for other buses aren't as long, right? And, and that's the thing, like you know, and and so I do have a yeah. You feel for the people who do have a, a paralyzing fear of, of of heights that they can't stay, but that Disney now has to like when they people are booking they have to ask them that question and then say look if that's how you how you are you probably don't want to stay at this resort and then try and steer them away from staying at these i mean it, it's got to be well understood that if you have a fear of, of heights and and the skyliner is just not for you and you're not going to get on it no matter what yeah you, you need to go ahead and stay at another resort you, not not any of the not, not caribbean beach not art of animation not pop century which, which sucks because Art of Animation Pop Century those are the nicer value resorts. Right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But as well live off, be off property if that's the case, right? Well, you can do that as well, sure. But I mean, you know, now you're taking your car in every day and maybe some people don't want to do that. No, I, I, that's fair. That's, that's just what I'm saying though. Like, Because now you're paying for parking. Yeah. But, but yeah, but now you have this fear of everything. It's like, well, we'll, we'll have to overcome it because we're adventurers, right? <laughs> adventurers, yes. Marching. Oh, we are adventurers. That's right. Yeah, Kalungalusha. <laughs> well, I think we'll end it on that. <laughs> Guys, let us know what you think about this reduced bus service. Have you noticed anything if you'd stayed at those resorts? Has anything affected you? Let us know. All right, our next news article deals with dead people. Dead people. Dead people and technology to bring said dead people back. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to Danny over here. He's going to tell us a little bit about this story that's been going around. Danny, what you got? Well, I saw an article on Yahoo that really kind of caught my eye entitled, Why You'll Never See James Dean or Any Other Dead Actor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> and as you read it, it's kind of a story because uh, last November, like there was this new uh, Vietnam War drama called uh, Finding Jack that has announced that it's going to feature the first performance by James Dean since he died in 1955. And they acquired the rights to, to James Dean's likeness. They got uh, archival footage and photos from the family and everything like that. And they believe that they can put this together. And this prompted Captain America, Chris Evans, to publicly state on Twitter, I'm sure he'd be thrilled. This is awful. Maybe we can get a computer to paint us a new Picasso or write a couple new John Lennon tunes. The lack, the complete lack of understanding here is shameful. Wow. So. Yeah, interesting. I thought that was interesting and it prompted a couple of other people uh, within Marvel to kind of speak out. And one of them is Vittoria Alonzo. And she was one of uh, Endgame's executive producers, and she basically said uh, that they have never even considered doing that, that there is um, philosophical and question marks that kind of arises in, in, in doing something like this, and that you need to have a live actor and a live performance to, you know, such as what they do with Josh Brolin and uh, Mark Ruffalo, the you know, Thanos and the Hulk, respectfully. Uh, and without that, you're not going to get the brilliance in that final imagery that you put together. So she kind of made it sound like she never said we're never going to do it. 
But she did say we haven't even considered it. So it kind of sounds like like a pre Marvel thing? saying, yeah, like, nah, look, guys, yeah, that's kind of crazy. We'd never do that. And it just kind of struck me because clearly Marvel is owned by Disney and Disney has done this in prior films, particularly Rogue One. Yep. Mm. And that one, they recreated Peter Cushing completely. Grand Moff Tarkin. Mo Moff. They used a live actor, which I don't understand how you could do that without using a live actor mm-hmm. and then just kind of grafting his face, kind of like what they did with... Um, with Thanos and stuff? No, 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 not with Thanos. Uh, Paul Walker, Fast and Furious, where they use his brothers and they use them and then they kind of fix the image in order to make it look a little bit more like Paul. So I don't know how you could do that without a live actor. And I'm sure what they're doing with James Dean probably would be, use a live actor. But all that to say is like, it had me kind of questioning. It's like, wow, is this kind of shot fired? You know, like... <laughs> right. Um, yeah, you know, some Disney movies do it like this, but we we don't have to go that route. We're gonna we're gonna do things our own way here at Marvel. And so I thought that was kind of interesting and it also kinda of led me to a bigger question, which is, is this so wrong? Wow. So hmm. I I figured I'd I'd throw it out to y'all to discuss whether or not y'all thought that this was a bad thing and if y'all would have a problem with something like this happening. I was personally I was bummed. I'm like, well, I guess we'll never see Stan Lee show up again. Yeah. That's actually where my mind was going. <laughs> um I mean me, I don't I don't I don't mind. I just I'm just curious about like who the likeness who gets the rights to those likenesses. It's like is it is a studio gonna claim they're gonna own it now just because they created it? Or does the families at least still have any kind of rights to their family you know their 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 family person's uh, likenesses i would imagine though if the studio went to them that they option to have it like like any other character license or something like they would say okay we just want to use this for you know three years and to have this option to to use it for whatever um yeah or maybe you know you can sign them away per movie or whatever whatever the deal is it's not like there's that many roles for dead actors exactly (laughs) thank you yeah uh i don't like like just on the topic of them saying about the James D guy, like I mean, I've only I've never seen the James D movie. I know who he is, uh-huh. but like like that has no impact to me, right? Right. You know him from dying in a car wreck, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. At, at a young age, right? And and so like I don't know what the context of that movie is, but you know they may have needed him for that. Now I can say that as long as it's done in a fairly tasteful way and it just kind of moves the story forward really quickly with having the dead person in it then i'm good with that it sounds like they're actually making him the main character of the movie or at least he's gonna quote unquote star in the movie so it's not like a it's not like a uh, like a walk-on scene or anything is it i don't they're not exactly uh forthright about it it just says it's going to feature the first performance by james dean right it doesn't performance yeah well but i mean you know it was a performance by peter cushing in rogue one that wouldn't say he was the lead right right I mean, a performance is a performance. It just means that he's in the film. And I I think that, look, I think we're way away. We're probably 30, 40 years away from ever seeing a completely digital person represented on screen doing a performance. And it looks believable. I mean, in in everything that you see, you see stuff that comes close. But still, there's just times where it just looks like a a, a cut screen out of a a computer game. Like like a Leia in uh, Rogue One? Yeah. Yeah. Or Peter Cushing at times where it, it looked a little... Oh. PlayStation 4 ish. Yeah. You, know? you can see yeah, your eye, you know, the eye can tell, but I mean, yeah, I don't, I agree. I don't think it would ever get to a point where 
Hollywood will just take complete CGI people and say, yeah, this will replace actors because then all the actors would be out of a job. It's you coming know? at some point. I mean, <laughs> give, it, give them 30 or 40 years and I bet you, yeah, if, if they can get away with it and they can do a believable, that's the problem. They can't believably do it right now. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, but God, remember when everyone's mind was blown when Tupac was on stage? Yeah, the 3D. Yeah, yeah and the hologram. The <laughs> I mean, that kind of stuff is amazing to people. Why wouldn't you want to see that person come back. I just don't understand why Chris Evans thinks that this is so disrespectful to uh, the memory of James Dean. I, I mean, most people these days don't know who James Dean is. If anything, this gets people talking about James Dean. It's like you're, fam- you're only famous until people forget who you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Coco, right? Right. Yeah, no, that's, no, that's wanna, true. You want to keep James Dean on your mantle? You got to keep him in your mindset. I mean, exactly. like, I love, like, Bruce Lee has been deceased for a while, and, but anytime I see some movie and they still make any, uh, like, you know, Ip Man or something like that, they still, they'll throw in, oh, what's that? Uh, what's the part time in Hollywood? Yeah. Right? I mean, it is a representation of the guy. He's dead. But they're like, okay, we still got this actor that's going to portray him. I mean, isn't that generally the same thing? Well, to that point, yeah. It's like you don't see, like, I I see people saying, okay, well, this is disrespectful. This is like uh, Chris Evans did here. This is disrespectful. This is not honoring their memory. Well, if the family's okay with it, then why why is it disrespectful? And on that same token, if, if... here you have once upon a time in Hollywood, Bruce Lee's daughter comes out and says, "Excuse me, I have a huge problem with how you portrayed my father in that film. That's totally dis- that's totally disrespecting his memory in every single way." And Quentin Tarantino, they asked him about it. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm, well, uh, she's wrong, and he was kind of an, a, a cock." Um, oh damn! And <laughs> that's that's about all there is to it. I mean, Hollywood does what they want to do with dead celebrities as long as live actors get to play with them. They they miss. They take artistic license all the time. They tell stories. They they get involved. In, oh my God! They did they a beautiful mind. They made John Nash look like a saint, mm. and the guy was kind of a scumbag. <laughs> he wasn't really all that nice of a human being. They made if you watch GFK, they made Jim Garrison look like a hero, and he was a nut. Yes, it um, Hollywood kind of does what they want to do with dead so, dead people. They and, will and, twist the narrative. Yeah, and then they will go ahead and you know tell the story the way they want to tell it, and they're not concerned about whether or not you know they're disrespecting the actor, the 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 real person's entity. I don't think anyone sat there and said, "Well, you think Genghis Khan will be pissed if we get Jan- John Wayne to play him?" <laughs> if, I, if, if I'm Steve Jobs, I'm like, "Really, the dude from Punked? That's who's playing me?" Uh, you think could be? <laughs> what you think could be? <laughs> But that's it. I mean, it's disrespectful. I think my, only, my only argument is that the, this person's not here and alive to say whether or not they want to be in this movie. Right. And whether or not they want to take that part. So they may, you know, if I'm, a, if I'm an actor right now and you come to me and say, hey, we want you to play this character. And I've got the choice to say, yeah, that, that's not really what I want to do with my my image right now. Or that's not something I'm interested in. And so they don't have a choice. Now, I would assume, hopefully, somewhere the family is somehow involved with this to protect that integrity of that person. Yes. I mean, this this reminds me of, this is a true story, I swear to God, and it's hilarious, but they wanted to use a Johnny Cash song for a hemorrhoid commercial. <laughs> Lake of Ring fire? of fire. Ring of fire. Yeah, yeah. Ring of fire. <laughs> 
and they were going to do it. But And I don't know who had the rights because they were definitely going to do this. Mm-hmm. But the family, I guess, I don't know if they sued or if they you know, just made a big stink about it or whatever. And they did, it ended up not getting used. But the family did not want them to use that song for that to, uh, to uh, promote that product. Uh, and they won. But, you know, either way, again, it, it, it's, a, it's a weird situation, right? Because I don't know. I, I, I'm, I would lean towards no, just my gut feeling. I would just be like, man, just leave it alone. Let James Dean's legacy be what it is at this point. But, you know, I do get a lot of the points Danny's making is that people can do, you know, what they want to and tell the story how they want to. So, well, to take Bohemian Rhapsody. All right. Rami Malek plays uh, Freddie Mercury wins an Academy Award for the portrayal. Mm-hmm. Now, they put on makeup to make him look a false teeth and everything like that. He learns to speak like Freddie, clothing, wardrobe to make him look as much like Freddie as you could possibly do. They have a sound alike of Freddie Mercury, plus they use Freddie's original vocals to, because when Rami Malek is singing, that's not really him. Right. Sing all to create this artificial right. performance to fool you and to suspending disbelief and say, no, I'm really watching Freddie Mercury on stage performing this now that wasn't all Rami Malek that was all that was a performance that was put together by other it's like um well what's that movie Black Swan with Natalie Portman where she didn't even dance when the Academy Award did all the never or any action movie where you know it's like oh that was a stunt double you didn't even you, you think Chris Evans was Captain America all that time it was either CGI <laughs> and he was okay with the CGI Captain America as long as he didn't have to jump from a plane exactly <laughs> CGI Captain America worked great for that <laughs> I take the green screen yeah I'll do CGI Chris Evans sure I gotta do all that uh, so no, I think I like I see what you're saying, Lee, and you're right. I, I do think that the family should be the final arbiter on it. If the family says yes, I mean, like God, if they could have had a scene in The Dark Knight Returns where you got a, a cameo of the Joker in prison, real quick, and the family signed off on it, and it got uh, you know Heath Ledger's daughter some extra money kept his memory out there for a little bit more, made people go back and want to go see the original performance. I mean, that movie, Bohemian Rhapsody, I mean, the sales of the Queen's albums went off the chart after that mm. because that movie created interest and people are like, yeah, I, you know, I, I missed that. Let me go back and, and listen to their music now. That's what I'm saying. If, if this James Dean thing takes off, maybe a lot of people go back and discover his original performances. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good thing too. Uh, and yeah, like I said before, I agree. Yeah, the family should have last say, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind this. You know, it's not. It, it, you know, Chris Evans is well more than welcome to have an opinion um, as we do on the show. Uh, but he's, you know, just because he's Chris Evans doesn't mean he has final say in this. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, I, I don't think you can go ahead and. and do as Chris did and just portray it all as disrespectful because some of the stuff, I mean, it's being done with the best of intentions. I think generally when you do that, I, I think they did Peter Cushing with the best of intentions. They consulted his family. Same thing when they recreated princess Leia, they consulted Billy Lord and she gave her blessing to go forward when she actually helped in scenes with the film by doubling her. So yeah, if it's done for the right reasons and then I, I've got no problem with it whatsoever. And I really kind of hope that we see a little bit more of this used in film because yeah. I do think there's, there's <laughs> going to be moments where you know it's going to be like oh god man how nice was it to see you know uh, I'm trying to uh, Paul Walker brought back for that last scene I mean my god that that how how great was that closing no, it and, didn't detract from that movie at all no and it, it's a, that's the thing it's how it's, it's how it's used uh, and then I think to what Lee was saying I was going to say if if James D was alive he'd be really old yes mm-hmm. but 
I'm sure they'd be like, hey, we want to come out and do this show, and we're gonna put your, in, we're gonna put you in it, but we're gonna just like de-age your face, like they do, like these characters. Yeah. Now. And then everybody would be like, oh yeah, totally cool with that. But isn't that still an insult to the person if they are an actor? Like, hey, I'm I'm seasoned, I'm experienced. Don't change my look. Well, no. <laughs> you know they gotta they gotta do what they want to do. Uh, um, actors are okay with this as long as it prolongs their career. I think that's what yes. this is coming from. Is Chris Evans is worried that they're gonna have a digital collection? Like, oh, they're just gonna oh, we're gonna bring back uh, uh, Steve McQueen. Yes. and and you know, right, we got the yeah. new Captain America. I think it's just self interest because I mean, let's say that this, makes sense. Let's though. say the stupid James Dean movie sucks. I mean, let's do you think anybody's gonna blame James Dean? No. Oh. James Dean sucked in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, he's still alive. Come on, talk to him. He'll never work again. What is Twitter handle is? Come on, talk to him. Damn, yeah, they're not gonna blame him. And, and, and like, and even if the actor like would be offended by it being a bad movie, I suppose. I mean, well. It's kind of hard to offend dead people. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, you know, you know what? I, I, right. I figured it out. I think I think I know what he's worried about. What? What's that? You know, you say somewhere down the line, he's got a great granddaughter, and she's kind of strapped for cash. Mm-hmm. Sells his likeness rights to a porn parody. <laughs> <laughs> Caps ass. <laughs> America's ass. America's ass. Sequel. It's worth looking into because there, there, I'm, there's definitely going to be laws pertaining to this kind of thing. I remember. Y'all remember the whole controversy with Crispin Glover with Back to the Future 1 and 2, right? Uh, what was that? Um, okay, so Crispin Glover did not want to be in Back to the Future 2, or depending upon who you mm-hmm. hear, he was barred from being in Back to the Future 2. Oh, yes, five. Okay. How, uh, it depends on who you believe. But what they did was, in the actor that they, uh, they hired to replace him, they took actual molds that they had taken of Christian's face, uh, Christian, Crispin's face, and they put it on the actor to make him look like Crispin Glover. Interesting. And Crispin Glover got upset and sued, and I can't remember what the whole follow from the whole thing, but they, they did enact new laws, which basically says you can't use an actor's license uh, look or without... Um, as long as they're alive? Uh, that's the thing. I got to look into it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm curious. I myself. just remember hearing that story, and basically in an interview, Crispin Glover said that legally you can never do that again. Now, whether or not it's pertaining to when he's alive or when he's dead, I, again... If look at Liberace, like remember that uh, he spent his entire life hiding his sexuality. Yes, even when he died, they they tried to hide his cause of death. That he died of AIDS. They paid off his lovers and stuff like that. The minute he was dead, well, not the minute he was dead, but well, years later, what do they do? They make a movie and expose everything about him, mm-hmm. and no one bothered to say, well, he'd be kind of pissed about this, right? I think there's more of a chance of them saying, yeah, well, I think they can use your your rights, um, use your I think they can go ahead and say, like, this person is playing Steve Jobs and have Steve Jobs do all these things without getting permission from the Jobs family to make the movie. But if they use his actual likeness, I think they do have to, if that makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. I can can see that. Absolutely, yeah. So, okay. So then morally, it's okay. Is that what we're kind of all coming away with? I think think it's up to the family. Yeah. It yeah. is absolutely it's a family's family. call, yeah. I think, uh, and this is kind of where I was getting to with the whole shot at Disney. I think Disney's done it the exact right way. And I, I don't think they've done it liberally and for no reason. I think that you had to have Peter Cushing in that role in Rogue One. I mean, you could have got a lookalike, kind of like what you did at the end of, um, oh, what was the last of the trilogy? 
What? The, not the not the original, but the the prequel trilogy was the last of the trilogy. There, when they're all standing on the bridge, and there comes Tarkin, and it wasn't it wasn't a CGI recreated image of him. I I can't remember what it is. Somebody screaming at Somebody's us right now. Like, what is this? Yeah, that, that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, was that the guy. one. Yeah. yeah, they'd used a lookalike for that. But when you do the whole movie and you're doing it right around the exact same time frame, yeah, it made sense that he would look a little bit like that. And I I don't I didn't find that that many people were that up in arms about it. In fact. We put it on our list of the ten best movies. I was about to say, yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember a lot of people saying, "Oh, that's so cool." Yeah, I mean, they it's like the, the, they brought up the grand moth. Yes, <laughs> you know, like, uh, like, like. Okay, I'm back to the, I guess the the morality thing. Or? Well, no, well, yeah, yes, but like uh, I was talking about Bruce Lee before, but now I'm thinking about Brandon Lee, and you know, Brandon Lee. He only did a handful of movies, but he was best known for The Crow, right? Yeah, but yeah. He died on set, just so like they had to, yeah. yeah, they had to like superimpose his face over the. Stunt, you know, person's body. I, I still like the actor, right? But I could never see those movies again. Yeah. So then, yeah, as a fan, like if they were to take him, take that likeness, but like give it to an actor that could do like the cool action moves and stuff, I would probably say, yeah, I wanna, I wanna see that because I was a, I was a big fan of it. So as long as it's done, and I guess that goes to what Danny was saying, as long as it's done in a tasteful way, where it's like. It's not like here's the Brandon Lee story where he did the crow and he got shot and we're just gonna shoot a part and get shot and then there you go that's the whole movie like ah oh, no I don't want to see that yeah you know uh, I would if I was part of the family be like no we're not paying for that but once they go ahead and sell the rights like you would say like the Chris Evans mm-hmm. you know hypothetical thing right like yeah if Hollywood says hey we want an option for your grandfather's likeness and everything. If they don't read that fine print, yeah, they can totally make a porn parody. Mm. You know, they can do whatever they want. And now you signed it off. So hopefully it's a buyer's beware kind of thing. It's like this family. It's not like this will be up for an AVN award. Yeah. <laughs> right. Be some computer graphic porn star from the 70s presenting the award. Best too. actor in a major motion porn. <laughs> best guy on guys. Scene. It's Chris Everhart. It's CGI Chris Evans. CGI Chris Evans. Although, like, again, there again, if you're Chris Evans, you're dead. Who cares? You're, you're, if my grandkids can make money off of me after I'm dead, I mean, it's not going to hurt my feelings. I think if somebody were to remember me long after I was dead, that would be great. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Keep um, my name out there. My God. Whatever you need. I think most actors would. I think if you could have talked to Stanley on his deathbed, he would have been like, no, please, please keep putting me in these things. Let them uh, remind them who I am. You know, I I, I want to be kept out there. I want people to remember me. I mean, Make them true believers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. And it still sends a positive message. I mean, like, don't they still? I mean, they, they do this with figures who are known for terrorizing. They have a. Uh, terrorizing aspects of history. I mean, I won't go into all the days, but I've seen some people that they've made shows out of mm-hmm. that you're like, oh, no, we don't need to talk about, you know, a guy that started a world war. We don't need to talk about that. But, mm-hmm. they, you know, Hollywood does it. They, they do what they want to do. So, yeah, as long as it's painted a better light with the person that's deceased and who they pick to be the deceased mm-hmm. actor that they're going to make the role about, I, yeah, I'm good with that. I mean, it is Marvel too. If they did something with Marvel, the person would be a completely different color than what they naturally mm-hmm. are anyway. That's <laughs> all. Yeah. The only yeah. thing I would say is that, yeah, I, I would not want to see a whole motion picture based upon a CGI character, and, unless it's like 30 or 40 years in the future, mm. and they've really perfected the craft, and with the voice side, because, I mean, that's the other thing people don't talk about. It's like, oh, let's take work away from actors. Well, what about voice actors? 
What about the you know people who are employed that have to render uh, these likenesses and graph them on? What about the, the <laughs> actor who is portraying this person who's at the balls on them? Right, exactly. I mean, it actually ends up hiring more people than just one. Like I can see the, cheaper too. Yeah. I can see the next Disney nature film, <laughs> Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of CGI, uh, people center of the thing, but. Uh, I'm curious to see if anybody else has thoughts about this. Um, get us in touch with us. Show at magicarway.com. We want to hear what you have to say about this whole dead actor thing. CGI dead actor thing. I should CGI. Say. CGI, yeah. Not, just, not just like Plato dead actors. That's probably clarify that. Killing actors. We're in yeah, favor of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, CGI. Now. Sign up. CGI. All right. So that's some music I hadn't played in a while, and this is uh, comes from our old Magic Our Way segment, uh, which we're, this is just stuff we used to talk about, just, you know, things about a Magic Our Way nature, you know, developing things, all kind of stuff. But for this one, I'm kind of using it as like a little uh, kind of random discussion stuff. It's not really news. It's not really guest service. It's not really a full-blown hub, but um, I had some thoughts. I had some thoughts. You had thoughts. I had thoughts. I was, and the first thought is this. Uh, I was watching uh, The Rise, Rise of uh, Skywalker. Uh-huh. Uh, I took my wife to see it again, and I saw the Mulan trailer. Aha! Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, me frequenting uh, social media, uh, I see people like, oh, man, there's no Mushu, there's no songs. Not my Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> Not my Mulan. They went out well. Uh-uh-uh. And I was, I was, have y'all seen the trailer? Y'all see, everybody saw the trailer for this? Uh, no. I, th- I have. I don't really remember it all that well. I yeah. try to run from trailers if I can. That makes sense. But you know, I was watching. I, I saw the trailer twice. So the first time I saw Rise of Skywalker, and then the second time, and I had this thought. It was like, okay, so there's no songs. There's no Mushu. Okay, I'm I'm okay with that. Okay, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. If this was like an old school, like kung fu type movie, what? Or they just throw down? What? What if they? they this, this was that movie. You know, it's like you you see the you, know, you see all the fight scenes and you know like you, okay. you kill my father. Yeah, ah, will not get him. This is my log. You know? So I had a thought like, what if this was like a like a full blown like old school kung fu movie mm-hmm. like you used to see in the day like like on late in the afternoons on yeah channel twenty six. It'd be Project Asia. Uh, would y'all would y'all what would y'all think of a Mulan movie like that? I'd watch it. I figure you <laughs> you're actually the first person I thought of when I was like I man totally what, what if this would be like an old badass old school kind of a thing yeah but they have like the the, the master from the east the, like the bad yeah the badass the guy, guy with the long the beard long, and he's got the flowing flowy outfit the pajamas the he's got the sandals and he just right yeah like he doesn't fight anybody everybody else fights for him but then when you do get to him he could like kill you with like yeah a fingernail yes. oh yeah I watched that <laughs> what, what do you guys think? Um, <laughs> you should see Daddy's face. Like, ah, what? If Mulan was a full I'm to, it's like Kill Bill with Mulan in it. I'm trying to picture, uh, but uh, but y'all want the the subtitles not to match. Y'all want it to be done <laughs> in Chinese, and then they they dub it over. No, is I that, think what he's saying is is that style of story like poorly dubbed. No, no, yeah, no, no, so no. Not, no, that's not what he's. That's not what you're saying. No, you're that's saying, not what I'm saying. Yeah. Right? Okay. He's saying that style of genre movie uh-huh. just not with the crazy dubbing but that type of plot that type of look that type of feel well we know the plot's going to be plot from the original Mulan movie but if they threw those scenes in like I, I was thinking about because like I, I saw Aladdin uh, over the over the past weekend and they had a big Bollywood number mm-hmm. I'm like I don't remember a Bollywood number in the original cartoon but it's like <laughs> well let's take this in the step further what if they had like like throw down awesome kung fu fights 
in this Mulan thing. We're like the you know Genghis Khan, and you know they're, they're just mixing it up, mm-hmm. right? In, right. The, in the army, and then Mulan's like you know, you know, <laughs> Chinese standoff. You, you want know, some? Don't make a sound. You want some of this? Yeah, some three storms. Oh my well, God, the three storms. Come that get kind it. of stuff. Come get it. I would watch a movie like that. I mean, so <laughs> your so your general question is is what if they like all of the kitchen sink and then just kind of gave it uh, the Disney name since it's a live action Disney well I mean it's instead of uh, since they're not going to have the songs and not going to have Mushu the, the spirit mm-hmm. what if he took it towards that vein instead of some kind of I don't know whatever whatever, they, whatever weird live action remake they've been doing I mean I would applaud okay like Dumbo was weird as hell. I, I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of that. It was creepy. I didn't like it. I, I didn't dislike it. I kinda... it was. It was very different. It was very different. Yeah. Different how? Different good? Different bad? Different? Like, different how? It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't like. It was like they took Dumbo and made the first five minutes like the cartoon, and then like, okay, now we're going to tell you a whole different story about what's going on. It was like Dumbo done by Tim Burton. <laughs> right, right, yeah. That should tell you everything. Yeah. Picture okay. what they did with Alice in Wonderland. That's now exactly do that right. to Dumbo. That's exactly and right. And that's a, it's about what you're going to get. Yeah, but how about, yeah, give me Mulan as done by Jackie Chan. <laughs> you, still got, you still got my money. You know, because then she could do all the stuff with the fireworks up on that wire, you know, Jackie Chan it up. Do we get gunplay? Do we get yeah. any gunplay with this? Or Crouching Tiger, Hidden Mulan? Hidden Mulan. Hidden Mushu. Big Mulan in Little China. Mulan in the Forbidden Kingdom. See, that sounds like a porn parody. <laughs> That's where your mind's going tonight. Huh? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. That would be Little China in Mulan. Ooh. Oh, oh wow. come on. Out of China. Okay, well, now. <laughs> a night in China. Ooh. Uh, well, actually, that was C-H-Y. actually. Yeah, I know, it was. Yeah, yeah thank um, you. <laughs> come on, come on, I Eli. Dead actors. Yeah. Uh, okay, no, yeah, it would depend. It would depend on the genre, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Uh, and how so, they do it. So with that, yeah, I would see. Like, I'm, I'm a fan of watching like female action movies. Like, uh, this is one. Uh, I think it's called like Anna, and it's like this trailer. I've never seen this girl before. Mm-hmm. And I just saw this trailer where you know she flips over people, hits people with plates, and turns around, pulls a gun out from. You know, the guy's jacket and shoots and stuff. So, I mean, like, if this style of Mulan was like that, where it's like, hey, there's no singing, because, you know, I'm not a musical fan anyway, but if it was like, it was still kind of like the same type of quest, and it's like, you know, Mulan feels things, and she's... Mulan would still be a badass. Yeah, she's still a badass, but, you know, she's coping with whatever the other, I don't know, you know, clans or tribes or whatever's happening, and you get to be introduced into this new world, but it's still essentially the same type of character. With some Kung Fu, I'm on that. With some Kung Fu. I'm on that. So some Kung Fu in there. Jackie Chan was in the Mulan. Just uh, Chinese dubs of the movie. (laughs) Oh, oh, right, right, right. Oh, that's true. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right Mulan. I don't. I'm just a thought. I, yeah, I just had no. a thought. I I, just I, had but a that's thought. not your. That's not your cup of tea. No. Say, I, right? Yeah, I've never been into those types of movies. Like you know, the, even the Kill Bill movies, I, I don't like. Just yeah, not my deal. It's just because of the type of uh, the action and all that, the crazy action. Yeah, it's just yeah, people fighting for honor and respect, and it's like eh, you know, like I like movies where people are fighting because they kidnapped my daughter. <laughs> well, you know, that's what I was visually more like Big Trouble in China. You know, I, I reference that movie a lot because that's one of my favorite movies. But that's uh, maybe like a Mulan story like that. More, not so much like Kill Bill because I mean Kill Bill. It almost felt like it was just fighting for the sake of fighting. That's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, whereas whereas uh, I envision Mulan, it has a good story, uh, but you enhance it with, with crazy you know, stuff. Killer, you know when the fight scenes are fight scenes. 
I mean, I, I don't know if they do the whole firework into the uh, that snow avalanche thing. Oh, yeah, to yeah. To wipe yeah. out and they're swimming in the snow. I don't know if they're going to be able to pull that <laughs> off. But mm-hmm. if you had a killer fight scene, kung fu fight scene yeah. between Genghis Khan and his forces versus whatever army, and your dad's army. That'd be kind of cool, I think. But tastefully done. So I'm thinking like, big, I, mean, I say that with big trouble in China, but I mean, if you look at that movie, I mean, the, the fight scenes weren't just for gratitude, just for the sake of fighting. So maybe, Things were happening. Well, so how the, do you know you're yeah. not going to get that, though? If you're not talking about... That's a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I would imagine that you probably would see something along those lines uh, during the actual fight scenes themselves. And I, ho- I hope to, too, yeah. And, and, and it's more or less, I guess, my, my comments more or less to retort those people who are like, Oh, no Mushu, no music. That's not my Mulan. <laughs> what I want. It's going to be different. You know? Okay, so wait. So let's say the Mulan is about the old the old school master. He wants to go ahead. He wants to take over a certain piece of land that Mulan's, like it's rich land. That's where Mulan's people own. So Mulan's out doing something one day, and then he comes in, and then like he kidnaps the whole tribe to figure out where the goal is. Now she got to go back and... He's fight like, the dude to get the you know get a clan you know get a people back. So you're rewriting Mulan. Why not? <laughs> this is the, the, Why not? We talk about dead people come back to life and stuff. I mean, it is based on a Chinese legend. You yeah. know, it's I mean, not it fair. I'm just saying. <laughs> and, you you got the rights to like it? like a Chinese Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make Chris Evans tweet at you. I hope he does. <laughs> tweet at me, bro. Tweet at me. <laughs> Send the likes my way. I got a haircut. Tweet at me, bro. It got ten one six. This is where you at, Cap. <laughs> just a thought, just a fleeting thought when okay, I saw that. That's trailer. cool. Yeah, but you're right. I, maybe I will get that movie, and that'd be pretty badass. I, be I would think that. that you would. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't see why not. And if that's the case, I'm totally cool with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me that. Give I me some, some intense. Well, I, I want to see Mulan be like just. You, you thought I was badass in the, in the cartoon? Well, just wait. I ain't got no dragon to hold me back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of thing. She like pull out people's throat and stuff. Like, is, are we good with that? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they can even pull out people's hearts, man. Yeah, all right. Shouting Kalimon, all that. Shakti Day. That's going to get a sequel. Watch. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's going to get an R rating. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. rising. You betrayed Shiva, the god of the West. <laughs> I don't need no damn dragon. Thank God nobody listens in China. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the last thing I want to talk about in this Magic Oasis segment, as most of you know, I'm, I'm part of a bunch of Disney groups on Facebook and stuff. And so I'll get these notifications and every once in a while I'll see a little gem. And whether this guy was serious or not, I don't know. He posted. He never really retorted to whatever he was saying. But a lot of people did respond to what this guy was saying. So I'm going to read this from one of the Disney groups that I'm in. And uh, basically, I'm just kind of sum it up, you know, uh, because there's been a lot of iterations of this. But basically, these with park names. Park and names. Park names, yes. Park and people uh, bringing issue regarding park names and whatnot. And basically, the story that he posts is this. Um, he's like, you know, uh, for almost a full decade, Disney's Hollywood Studios has been Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, MGM is no longer affiliated with Disney, so the name had to legally change. Um, so if you decide, and this, I'm, I'm going to quote him on this one because I thought it was kind of interesting, you know, and it's some part of me almost feels bad for even giving this guy some airtime, but I figured not a lot of people think about this, but anyway, I digress. Okay. And he says, if you still decide to call it something else, just think about how you would feel like it. If you tell someone you have known for a while that you have changed your name and they decide to ignore your feelings and still call you by your old name because it's comfortable or that's the only name I recognized. You probably wouldn't like it. The name is Dizzy's Hollywood Studios now. Get over it. 
Anyone getting a coming to America vibe? That's what I was. I know. That's the first thing I thought. I think <laughs> what draw me to that post is I think uh, two of the Mohicans, I think it was uh, Drake and uh, Kirk were typing into it. And I think one of the guys said that. He's like, Mama call him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. <laughs> yeah. Or Mama call him MGM. I'm going to call him MGM. I, I can't remember if it was Kirk or Drake. One of those guys. But they were, they were going at it. I thought it was hilarious. Wait a minute. God damn it. God damn it. Country. <laughs> and if a theme park wants to change its name, yeah. God damn it. You should have the right to change its name. <laughs> <laughs> wait so wait okay so, so yeah that's the whole thing that's the whole thing that's the, basically the whole gist of it and then you know there's a bunch of people responding you know making fun of the guy or just being silly about it things like oh I didn't know theme parks had feelings and whatnot. yeah they're pretty inaccurate <laughs> 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 you know they're abstract it, ideas it's kind of like talking about offending dead people right. you know? oh. it really is something that yeah I don't think you can quite claim to do it's not like you're dealing with somebody's pronouns as the kids would say these days but it's not, this was all a business deal. It's not like, I don't know, does, did MGM want to change his name? I don't know. We didn't ask. Nobody considered that. I mean, look, Disney just dropped the name Fox from 20th Century Fox. I don't think 20th Century is going to start crying and start hitting the bottle. Well, you know, it's like it's like Kunta Quinte. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? No. no your name is. Uh, what is going? What is going on here? No. What's it? No. No. It's like in the movie. He Toby. Says, Toby. Yeah. Okay. Your name is Toby. He's like, no, I'm Kunta Quinte. Yeah, but you know that's different. That's different. Were, that's, what, that's what. No. No. I, I thought like, you were doing coming to America again. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like Kunta. Kunta. Oh, Kunta. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kunta. It's Kunta. You know the guy. No, but it's like you know who, uh, who who's he to say that MGM wanted the name change? Maybe Disney was like the slave owner. It's like, no, your name is Dollywood Studios now. Well, that's not the first time they've been called slave holders, is it? Yeah, you're right. That's great. That's interesting. No, that's look, interesting. for the sake for the sake of argument though, for this guy, um, he said that's like what was it? He said like if you had your name changed, yeah, and then like, well, it could have just been funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If he doesn't even defend the opinion, I, chances are he probably didn't mean it all that much. I don't think. Yeah, that's what I, was I don't think so either. Because I was like, man, he wouldn't last uh, a minute in my family because I have a name I'm born with, and then I was given a nickname. But more people call me by my nickname than my actual name. What's your nickname? Bougie. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, it's not positive. It's not a positive thing. But <laughs> Oh, they call you Bougie? Yeah. I had to ask, and I'm like, what is that? Oh, Why do they call you Bougie? I don't know. I You're just, the first thing from Bougie. I know, but that's how I, I got I Nobody knows how I got the name. Bougie. I just have it. And whenever I go to a, a oh, you're a, not Bougie. Dude. Well, no, but whenever I go to something on my dad's side, they're like, Bougie, Bougie. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in other words, I have an original name. I'm 44 years old now. <laughs> right? Let it go. Dang, I got a real name. And it's actually less letters than the nickname. <laughs> easy to remember. But, I mean, the point is, I'm, you know. You know what you say? You say, I'm not worried about you say hey, spell bougie. <laughs> and now, hey, spell Eli. Right. <laughs> See which one I respond to. There you go. That's your retort. But, I mean, again, I'm not mad. Right. You know, I'm not mad about that. Well, maybe that. you should be, and they'll stop calling you bougie. No, they'll probably do it more, knowing my family. Does that piss him off? Let's tell him that again. No, nah, man, you need to go in there like Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. It's like, oh, you know, you've been away for a little while. You haven't been around me. Uh, maybe you don't know. Uh, you, no one calls me bougie anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever, bougie. Like, keep him here. Keep him right here. Yo, mother. Come back with a bat. Like, <laughs> Eli, Eli, right? Uh, um, yes. So, I don't, as far as I get the name change, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, maybe he's joking. If he's serious, then yeah, that's wild. I really, I mean, it's all about the park right. and what you go and do in there. Like, it's, I wouldn't care. I really wouldn't. When wouldn't it was care. MGM Studios, uh, yeah, you would say, yeah, MGM. 
Mm-hmm. Now it's Hollywood Studios. You just say the studios. The studios. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I, that's <sighs> called Star Wars area. That's right, what it's gonna be called Baby Star Wars. I'd be cool with the name just The Studios or The Studios. The, the Studios. studios. You know. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't care what they call it at this point. I mean, I mean does anybody have any strong feelings like that at all about anything? About a name being changed? Or yeah, just? especially with the Disney Park, you know? Like, like downtown Disney became Disney Springs, you know? Yeah, I like downtown Disney, I like, but yeah. yeah. I still call it downtown Disney, though. Yeah, I do slip yeah. up from time to time. It yeah. doesn't help that uh, downtown Disney still exists in Disneyland, mm. so that gets confusing from time to time. That's true. That's fair. When you're just speaking about it, but uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think... Um, I think just think it's whatever you grew up with. You know? I think that's it exactly. That's fair. Like, I'm sure there's some people that still call it the Disney Village Marketplace, mm-hmm. mm. even though that's a lot longer. Like me, when I was growing up, what grain of me was downtown Disney. Whenever I see Mark Wahlberg in a movie, I'm like, oh, there's Marky Mark. Yeah, that's I'm, true. Yeah. I've never studied it. It's feel not, it, feel it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's not meant to be disrespectful. It's just. That is funny. It's just, that's what I see. I read, so I remember him as I remember him as Marky Mark. Yeah, you, how, how your mother And the funky mm-hmm. bunch. Take your mother high for me. We watch him shows all the time and my wife's like, oh, look, there's Mr. Pink. Yeah, but, you there know. you go. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's always going to be Mr. Pink. Whenever I watch it, whenever I see the movie with the guy from Breaking Bad, I'm always like, oh, it's Jesse. Oh, I never. Yeah. I don't know what his real name is. It, it's something. I mean, my guy. I saw the guy who like the Sopranos came down here one time for um uh, for Bacchus. It was James Gandolfini was Bacchus, and uh, we were in a casino, and then walks Artie Bucco. I'm like Artie, and he just, <laughs> just like turned around. He's like, dude, fantastic. <laughs> like he was. How, you I don't know what time? his real name was. <laughs> How the hell? But he I embraced know? it, right? Huh? He embraced it. He embraced it. it. He was yeah. the coolest guy. Took a picture with us and everything. He was just an awesome dude. That's, yeah. that's cool, see? Absolutely. I mean, that, that's that's the thing. People remember what they remember, but you can't take that anger or that opinion out on other people. Sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, my sister told me a story. She saw Emerald and she walked up to Emerald one time like, oh, it's Emerald. I like Emerald. She walks over and she goes, Bam! And Emerald looked at her like she just said the most revolting thing, just kind of sneered and looked at <laughs> And she, you know, according to her, she just turned around, looked back at her and said, oh, well, he's an ass <laughs> and just walked off. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Sandy, I mean, you don't think maybe the guy is tired of people just yelling bam, bam at him? Face. She's like, he started it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And then again, like, yeah. With I mean, his 40 cloves of garlic. Yeah. <laughs> can you blame? I mean, shit. Can you, uh, That's what you're known for. I mean, people go up to John Madden, I'm sure, and go bam or boom or whatever the hell. Uh, yeah. Yes, right flag, nice, go woo. Yeah, you do the woo. I mean, you know, it's, I, I, I like I saw one time in an airport in Charlotte and I was just like, I was like, what's up, champ? I didn't go woo. But, mm-hmm. you know, but he was like, he looked and he pointed, he gave me a smile. I'm like, all right, cool. But I mean, that doesn't mean if he looked at me and said, no. Mr. Flair to you. Mr. Wu. You know, I'm famous. You know who I am? It's actually a Ric Flair story with that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. If you don't know who he is, he gets mad at you. Yes. yes. Really? Yes. He will. He gets very upset. He fussed at a security guard or something once. And he was I don't like, even know Ric Flair, I'm famous. F-A-M-O-U-S. Famous. Mm-hmm. He got mad at Saeed for that. That's you remember Saeed told that story? Yeah. Well, he messed with him, though. He was yeah. Messing, yeah. Well, he didn't realize that. <laughs> he does not like that. Yeah. But yeah, the point is, is yeah, like yeah. I called him by a different name, mm-hmm. and it still meant it's you, you know, Ric yeah. Flair. I just didn't call him by his proper name. And he still acknowledged it, just like the parks. I mean, whether it's an MGM and it's not Hollywood Studios, or it'll probably be called Rise of the Resistance Land 10 years from now. I mean, it's still a park. You still go there. You enjoy it. 
if you feel you want to call it clay, you call it clay. I don't mean the rest of us got to call it clay. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And on that note, <laughs> let us know what you guys think about all that. <laughs> you going to call him clay? You're not going to call it clay. For me, I'm going to just call it the studios. The studios. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that discussion of a myriad of topics that we addressed today. If you want to learn more about us, magicalway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. If you want to get in touch with us to share your opinions on any of the things we discussed today, you can do so through the following ways. Shoot us an email at showatmagicalway.com. Shoot us a voicemail via our Speak Pup Wizard on homepage. Or you can call or text us. Yes, I did say text us at 1-815-MO-WEEKEND. That is 1-815-MO-WEEKEND-669-4226. And of course, we have a couple guys who do things outside of the podcast. Eli, tell them what you got going on, sir. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, you can find my artwork at ivorycomics.com. You'll see everything I have for Project Asian, Savages, Molly Be Damned. And of course, a link to this podcast so you never miss a beat. You can also find me on Facebook.com, Eli H. Ivory. That's why I'm there. So if you're a real person, cool. If you're a bot, take a break. Don't do not do it because uh, it scared me. Um Project Geisha has own Facebook page, so facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Instagram, you can find me there at EIV504. And of course, on Twitter, I can be found at Hancock1066. So, Chris Evans, you know where to find me. Go anytime. <laughs> tweet at me, bro. <laughs> tweet at me, bro. <laughs> tweet at me, bro. <laughs> and what you gonna do, Chris Evans? What you gonna do <laughs> when the Eli comes oh, for you? Yeah. Most 24 inch pythons, Where you want it? Where you want it? That's right, brother. Creep in the crop, brother. Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and of course, we got Lee uh, for Chris Evans. If Chris Evans wants to book a trip to go visit Eli, <laughs> Lee, tell him how to do this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-DINGLE-DANGLE. 832-DNGL-DNGL. You can uh, email me at lee at magicarway.com. Check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. On Instagram, you can find me on you got a friend in Lee Travel. If you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Hasovika! And guys, if you want to support the show as a whole, there's a bunch of ways you can do that. Buy some beignets, buy some clothing from our shop, and leave a rating interview in Apple Podcasts or wherever you download the show, where there's Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play Music, etc. Remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds, so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. Finally, if you want to have a place in which you can freely speak your Disney mind without fear of retribution, join us in the Moeekin Pleasure Island 33 Facebook group. There you'll have the chance to interact with all the famous Moeekins, as well as Danny, Eli Lee, and yours truly. And we thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome in the Magic Array Podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, Moegans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Dank. Dank tacos. Hey, this is Kevin from the Magic Hour Podcast. When Calgon can't take me away, Mad Hatter Radio will. <laughs> Check it out. Bam.